Hello, everybody, and welcome to In My Opinion, The Good Fight Podcast. This one covering season three, episode 10, the season finale, the one about the end of the world as we know it. All right. I'm the host, Mike Marbeck. And today I'm joined by Tia Kemp. Hello. King Cobb. Hello. And Molly Scullion. Hello. Molly Scullion is back. Missed the last episode because those who listen know that we record back to back. So if you're on this one, Molly, they know you were busy doing something. Yeah, we'll never know what. We'll never know. Uh, All right. Uh, And as I said in the previous episode, if I sound a little different, maybe sound a little echoey, I don't have my usual studio set up because I'm on location in Philadelphia from Indianapolis. Uh, Why, you might ask? Because we have shows here in Philly this weekend, June 11th through the 13th, Crossroads Comedy Theater is live at Theater Exile. We have Study Hall, comedy inspired by lectures, not aerated and improvised movie, no diggity, improv inspired by old school hip hop and R&B. So much uh, borrowed time, extra, extra, a lot going on and a free improv jam if you are in the Philly area. So go to xroadscomedy.com for information and tickets. And if you don't care about any of those live shows, check out all the other podcasts that we got going on. All right, let's hit those first impressions. Uh, let's check in with Molly. Molly, mm. what do you got? Um, really, I, I really enjoyed this season finale. I think it's a solid Solid finale. Um, it makes me a little sad. So mm-hmm. It's like there are some very like uh, definite ends of like friendships and bonds and things, yeah. which is always very sad. Um, but overall, I think just a really well done episode. Yeah. Yeah. The day has come where the bonds of fellowship have been broken. Mm. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, Aragorn's speech. Ah. Only I changed some things up to fit the situation. Um, Keen. <laughs> the rise of the monster known oh. as Rendell continues. Oh. I told this, I foretold this episodes ago. You didn't listen, but now you bear witness to the fruits of their labor. And I enjoyed <laughs> this episode a lot. Go. <laughs> Tia. Uh, yeah, this didn't feel like a finale to me until those last 10 seconds. And then mm-hmm. I was like, I was freaking out. I was like, I hope they didn't kill Kurt. Cause I did see, <laughs> I did see a thumbnail of Diane later. So I am just really hoping they did not. I'm praying for Kurt. I'm mad at Rochelle's ridiculous behind. Um, uh, it, yeah, a lot of interesting things that we'll talk about. And, uh, I'm not a fan of lightning balls. No. No, what's going on in Chicago? Pretty wild. It's like yeah. Ghostbusters shit going on. Well, it mirrors it mirrors Fight Club. We were talking about that, like the ending of Fight Club, Book Club, and then just the city mm-hmm. kind of being ah. every, uh, every season, the city's on fire or the world's ending. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's the second the, season to end with a blackout. It's the third. No, third? Wait, what happened to the second season? No, the first season was the blackout. What was that? I can't. I, we just watched it, but what was the end of this one? No, I don't think anything happened. I'm looking. Because mm-hmm. I, because I know um, what what should have been their mm-hmm. finale was when uh, when Adrian got shot episode yeah. ten, and they were right. like, no, it was yeah, three, four, and that's right. Episodes. Yeah, yeah. Well, Luca had to have her baby in the finale. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. that's, that's what, what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who who's left? Is it me? Yes. Um, I like the episode. 
<laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, I thought it was a that was a pretty solid season finale. I thought uh, the Luca partner stuff. Uh, yeah, there's just so much going on at this uh, this firm. I hope mm. they get their shit under control in the next season. Uh, that they sort out all their problems. That they do some kumbayas, whatever they have to do to get back on the same page because it it was frustrating and um, uh, uncomfortable um, yeah. watching them go at each other's throats uh, throughout this entire entire season. Um, but yeah, it, it it's raining every day. Like this this season had such a tone to it of just unease. Uh, it was all very interesting, but just such unease throughout the entire entire season from the outside of the windows to inside the the walls. Um, the book club stuff, like, are we thinking that this is a prank gone wrong situation? The, the oh, with the last scene? Yeah. Hell no. Rochelle is, Rochelle, no. That's what Rochelle be doing. <laughs> that was Rochelle's been having red flags for a while now so I think that was on purpose oh no I, I like you do think that it's Rochelle oh yes for yeah, sure that, that's that's what I'm, I'm, I'm oh yeah. There. yeah yeah no Rochelle and Isabella especially <laughs> <laughs> Isabella push that, the yeah. button <laughs> <laughs> push the button um well then how do I have this text <laughs> because it's your number and you texted yourself Oh yeah. My gosh. Oh, Isabella sticking it, um, sticking that landing. Uh, other stuff. Yeah. The, the Blum, uh, the, the, we brought up Ghostbusters. I brought up Ghostbusters uh, moments ago and I'm looking up at our, my tentative title for this podcast episode. And the title is the destroyer has come, um, which is a Ghostbusters reference. And the destroyer has in fact come and Blum in the form of Blum. Ray Stanch chose uh, uh, Roland Blum in this particular case. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I mean, they talk about going to uh, not DC. So are we going to see, are we even going to see them? I need next? a spinoff. I need a spinoff, right? baby. Blum and Rendell, uh, attorneys at law. And it's actually like a, like a 30 minute um, uh, sitcom. It's just like a just basically odd <laughs> laugh track kind of and everything. You're <laughs> yeah. Damn right. Oh, what are you doing here? <laughs> I work here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would watch it. Yes, uh, we'll have to. We're gonna have after all as we race to catch up to season five, which at this point looks like we're going to do, um, and actually get to it and cover it live which just a few weeks ago would have thought impossible um, mm -hmm. but through the commitment, sheer determination, we have made it happen. Um, but I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is loopy today. <laughs> I love it. Well, we were talking, uh, we were talking about ghost. Oh, I got it. I got it. So <laughs> we're going to have some downtime after season five. So what we should do is a pitch a we'll have an episode of the podcast where we pitch spinoffs ah okay mm. uh, and that would just be a fun fun discussion spinoff yeah. yeah all right so let's jump into kurt How oh man kurt kissing up well kurt got some really i i wasn't expecting to see kurt's feet at the top of the episode Ooh, yeah <laughs> very yeah very white you look you know yeah 
clean. But how did they compare to Uncle Jack's? <laughs> they were uh, they were like oh better way better they were better yeah but they it's were just... like they were doing that thing like when when people are relaxing but their toes are for some reason <laughs> curled back <laughs> when they're so relaxed that they're like sprawling their toes I don't understand it oh man <laughs> just pulling one of those okay yeah <laughs> yeah but, no Kurt's great <laughs> some yeah, people probably really enjoyed that um yeah <laughs> Uh, wait, wait, who? <laughs> wait. I don't know. People, people like feet. Some people like feet. Uh, There's someone out there. This is my favorite episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's their Zoom background. Is is uh, Kurt's foot? Yeah. Um, T is, however, is uh, ah. Judge Tusi, uh, and the ASMR special uh, was ah. expert witness, which was so goddamn funny. Oh man, did anybody else get like tingles? during that like that might be that might be your thing to you oh yeah. man like might be your thing i was like whoa it's working <laughs> <laughs> um so. thoughts on kurtz other than his foots i loved uh, it this makes me this makes me like cackle it's, <laughs> it's just so funny to me um because again obviously just pulling such a realistic real thing out um you know obviously i'm i'm jumping forward to him uh, getting pulled out of the crowd but i think it's just like it's the perfect marriage of like a very trump thing with a very curt thing like none of it felt unearned like it felt totally earned mm -hmm. and totally appropriate yeah. And I really loved that, like, the woman who was stepping in for him was part of the team to tell him, like, to leave. I was like, I'm going to sponge I loved it so much. Yeah. Yeah, and these are all based on real things. Uh, every time he had those, every time Trump had those meetings, the first thing they would do in front of cameras is go around the table, and each person had to lavish praise on this tiny man. Dude, uh, every every episode I keep thinking of, of your words is like, how did he not talk about this? How did he not think about this? <laughs> this is straight up slapping him in the face at every turn mm -hmm. and just nothing. Yeah. It's amazing. Silence. Um, maybe he wrote it about it on his blog recently, which lasted all of 29 days. <laughs> not even a month. Um, well, actually, unless it's February, on a leap year. Um any other thoughts on the the Kurt storyline? Well, Diane Diane helps him. Uh, yeah, she cool. writes a really yeah, a really nice kiss up, <laughs> you know, uh, really nice praise praise for him. Yeah, I love that. Before that, she when she randomly found his notepad, <laughs> yeah. she thought it was like for her. She was like, no, yeah. the last sweet. two years it's, have been it's lovely. Oh, this yeah. is great. <laughs> we, we almost had a threes company. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other Kurt stuff? No, just I, I think it was cool to see Diane at the point where it seems like they just have an understanding. Like she knows that he takes no pleasure in this. That's, you know, it is a job thing and he can compartmentalize it. And it's it's actually nice to see her supporting him, especially after what he did last time with saving her behind with the whole, you know, hacking the voting machines thing. So I, I appreciate that she kind of put things to the side. And she was like, let me help you with this. And she's like, yeah. I don't like him, but I love you. So mm -hmm. am, uh, am I, yeah. am I crazy or 
was the opening scene the actually the ending scene like the opening scene of the of the uh season oh. i think was the closing scene of, of the season because i'm almost positive they already uh, started with them like in bed talking that same conversation and then you kind of heard something and all of a sudden shifted to like something going on in the office i gotta mm-hmm. go back and watch the first episode oh, wow. of the season yeah. but i'm almost positive it's the same scene hmm. yeah if i remember correctly that is correct oh good pickup good pick uh, good pickup uh so it's, it's the end of the episode but it's in this thread so yeah they're laying there and then uh swat swat shows up which i just texted everybody just the fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah because the the cra- here's the thing i didn't take rochelle's threat serious because in my mind it's like she's like and she's like and we know where you live we know your husband blah 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 and in my brain i'm like silly chick so does she she knows everything about you too what are you talking about mm-hmm. so if you do anything she can be right on you she throws axes now she like your deal like they, rochelle has no fucking idea of the machine that she's going against and yeah. christine baranski aka diane fucking lockhart she has no clue <laughs> no clue the, the thing i have to say about this is that we're I guess the, what I've learned from this show is it's probably not what you think. Um, so I think it's very clear that they want us to think that it's Rochelle, Rochelle that uh, <laughs> led to this to this moment, and it's probably not. It is though. <laughs> okay, I you, you, <laughs> you changed my mind. <laughs> Can't fight that. All right, cool. Because no. I, I guess yeah. I guess the reason I have is like I, I there's nothing we haven't seen anything else that would bring SWAT to their house, you know? Yeah. So the only example out. (laughs) Objection, your honor. On what grounds? It is dough. (laughs) It's precedent. (laughs) But yeah, so I think it's for sure. And the other frustrating thing is I hated how sloppy uh, Jay and Marissa were with approaching her. Like Diane was like, hey, she's more dangerous than she looks. And then they just go up and Marissa's like, I'm shadowing him. And yeah. Jay's like, I work with Liz and Diane. Like I thought they were gonna do pull one <laughs> of their mean, tricks. I mean, true, but at the same time, they I mean, yeah, they might have missed they might have they might have made the mistake of assuming. Um, we all know what happens. You become an ass. Um, so they they made the mistake. Same time though. It has worked in the past. Little, 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 uh, little nice cop, bad cop, or good cop, bad cop. Um, and the fact that they, that she, the way she walked away, and like David said, like, yo, we got proof on you. Like, we can, we can ruin you. And she was like, I don't care. I'm right. for the fight mm-hmm. because I, my name is Rochelle Rochelle. So, <laughs> whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hope Kurt's alive. I All really, right. really do. Man. Uh, let's move on. If there are straight thoughts, we can throw them at the end. Yeah. Uh, so let's hit Luca partner stuff. Woo! So, oh my goodness. So this is, it touches on a lock, but it does not do it because I have not Luca is made a named partner. Um, and it, it doesn't really happen that we see anyway. Um, but I like talking about my locks when they are close. Uh, <laughs> uh, so 
yeah, we're we're dealing with uh, the the stuff with Rosalind. Um, you know, the whole going out the drinks thing. Um, yeah, what do you got? First of all, I didn't even know who those people were at the top of that storyline. Like they were, I guess they're kind of sort of partners where they were just like talking about Luca and they were like, she's only a four-year associate. And I'm like, who are y'all? Yeah, who Where'd are y'all you? come from? Where have you been the last three seasons? I recognize <laughs> yeah. the lady. She's been around the late, like the short, the lady with the short haircut yeah. and uh, with the earrings. But that guy, the guy? He's definitely a ringer because <laughs> I think he, I think he replaced the Charlie Rose looking motherfucker who, the <laughs> older white dude that was there before. And they're like, yeah. all right, let's get him. Oh, yeah. And Keen, on top of that, remember when they were served? They didn't even say the guy's name. They were like, Liz, you're served. Diane, you're served. You too. They just told the guy, <laughs> think, you too. I think it's a joke. I think it's a joke because he's, yeah. he's a red shirt. So, yeah. Gosh. But um, he's a job I, I don't know. It's, uh, I'm glad that conversation's being had because I kind of brought it up that Luca is the type of Black person who makes white people feel comfortable. And I appreciate that Luca on her own was bringing up race stuff but for this particular situation it's like it is reddick bozeman and lockhart like light skin like diane lockhart so let's not talk about blackness when you know what her name yeah. partners is a white lady so yeah. i i don't understand and they're hiring you know all kinds of you know white like it's not an all-black firm anymore the mail room that's the mail room oh lord loaded too it's many like Coachella up in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I, so that was kind of, that felt a little inconsistent. You know, I think if it was earlier, like season one discussion, if, if um Barbara Kolstad was still there, I could be, I'd be like, okay. But now I'm like, ah, eh, like just, and then I mean, for them to do all, wait, really quick, sorry. For them to do all of that and then offer it to Maya. Yeah. I, thought, I was like, are uh, we in a dream sequence? So you're talking right. about the, you know, Luca's running around trying to force, you know, after work, you know, hangouts. And then they end up offering it to Maya anyway. So the whole thing just has me livid, but sorry. Go ahead, Keen. Go ahead, Keen. I was, I was going to say that this touched on uh, kind of more so what I was talking about in the previous episode is the fact that there, I'll say it again. I think this is the, I, I've personally seen the best uh, writing about race by non-black folks that I might have ever seen. Um, and the fact that it's like a real thing and the fact that going back to um, Luca being kind of, uh, this is for Mike, a variant of me, whereas though um, in a different timeline or a different in a different world, I might've ended up being similar to Luca in the fact that I would be a black associate in a law firm, but not free like you were saying before no no real space to be myself while me being me isn't seen as enough isn't seen as being black enough so the fact that they actually had that conversation was really cool um mm -hmm. but to dovetail a little bit quickly into the beast uh known as uh maya i mean she got she got she's out here looking like toby mcguire from uh from spider-man 3 she got the mm -hmm. emo haircut rocking mm -hmm. the, the the villain she has the dark uh, Sith robes on for sure. She's always wearing black now. Yeah, she is a monster. She's a dog in the courtroom. She's always had that. It's just that now she's showing it. And so when she when when uh, Bozeman saw that, he was like, "I don't want to go against that. I want that with me. I want that that bulldog in my backyard." So yeah. I'm not surprised by that whatsoever. And the fact that they made two black women fight over something that they didn't have a, a shot at 
once again, I hate seeing it, but I'm not surprised that uh, that it happened like that. Oh, and really, really quick, um, there are two black writers on the Good Fight. I don't know if they've increased that, but it's still two more than Orange Is the New Black Hat, which was zero. Yeah. <laughs> really, I did not know that. Um, Bane. Okay, uh, so this partner stuff. Uh, I just don't understand how, like, because you had Maya, but I feel like that, um, uh, what's his face? Um, Fred Armisen character at the moment, because I can't form a thought <laughs> where he's like, you know, sometimes in the world you have, um, you know, if I, if I were to just have, a, you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> that guy, um, what I'm saying is if you were to just, um, Maya caused such a big problem by not being disciplined. Well, they didn't, she didn't cause the problem. She had the issue and then they caused the, the problem among the uh, everybody, all the partners and uh, the bullpen specifically. Uh, and what made them think that the good move would be to offer Maya a partner like in the midst of all of that turmoil going on throughout the season, particularly with the report and everything else the last few episodes, what the fuck? Molly, do you know why why this happened? This was I was so livid that that I, I like I said I thought it was like a dream sequence. I was like, there's no way that this is real that they would offer Maya a part a name partnership. And even when they won the case, Diane's like, no, we're not trying to buy you off. We want you to come home. And I'm like, <laughs> what? No, don't come home. Go. Yeah, and away. they're trying to fill Julius's spot and Julius wasn't even a name partner. Molly, what do you got? Oh, Molly. No, I mean, I I don't want to speak too much to it, but I think knowing what is to come, I'm even more baffled by this. Mm -hmm. Oh no! It it is just like the uh, this big gut punch Mm. uh, in the episode. Yeah. uh, It's so frustrating, not to mention Regardless of all of the circumstances around it, I, Maya is still just fucking asshole. Yeah. Like her at all. And I'm, yeah. I'm done with her. I'm done with her. Uh, oh. And then this on top of it? No. And I know she, it's not her doing it, but it is in my head still. It's like, no, this is Di- Diane, Liz, and Adrian, but still, it's like, uh, and for Diane to be the one, which I understand she's her godmother, but for the white partner to go in and ask this white girl to go be a name partner for no good reason, in my opinion, uh, oh. it's it's just so upsetting. And yeah, I don't want to yeah. say anything more about what's to come, but I mean, especially uh, after all of the stuff that she did after she was let go. Uh, going to to Blum, using information, inside information from the firm, uh, opposing them in courts. Um, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, I would like to uh, <laughs> put on the docket that uh, she, in fact, did not go to Blum. Blum came to her. Uh, continue on. Uh, now you're Tony Clifton, the uh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> the, the alter ego of Andy Kaufman. Um, still enjoyable. Uh, Marissa lets her know, lets Luca know that they offered it to Maya. Luca says, that's fine. She won't take it. She's moved on. I don't care anymore. The best thing is to not care. And then they drop acid. <laughs> I stopped caring at work. I fucked around and got a, got a, got a raise and a slight promotion. So <laughs> she's not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, other thoughts on this, this thread about the partnership? Um, I'd say earlier, uh, I guess it's more just about like the Luca storyline. I love Jay so much and I appreciate just how real he is with Luca. <laughs> like, Luca um, like he's so nice to her, but he's all, he also keeps it really real. He's like, mm-hmm. uh, well, you know, cause he was like, he's like not black enough compared to who? And he's like, <laughs> so there was that. Um, and also super frustrated at Marissa when they did show up at the bar afterwards. <laughs> and then Luca's there, it's super awkward. And then Marissa shows up and she's like, we're here to mix it up. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah, yeah, what are we talking about? And let's we're supposed to mix it up, right? And oh yeah. man, it's just like, and no. Jay said, well, he says a lot of associates don't, uh, a lot of associates like you, but they don't like that you don't hang out. And she's like, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, I could, I go out, I could drinks. And he's like, yeah, you get drinks Ooh, with Marissa, Maya, Colin. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And they don't ride for Luca the same way. Like I, I didn't mention this the last episode, but when Maya calls somebody for drinks, she doesn't call Luca. She calls Marissa. And they had a weird thing where they bumped heads over the, um, the sexual assault case. Um, mm-hmm. But then she just, she calls up her, she's hooking up Lily uh, from her, you know, from her early days, but she doesn't reach out to Luca at all. So uh, it's not reciprocal, girlfriend. This is not new territory for Luca either. Thinking back to the good wife, it's like, God, she gets screwed over by a lot of white ladies (laughs) big time. Like, because we still, there's been no resolution between her and Maya after Maya was like, we were work friends. Yeah. Oh, God. And then just closes the door. Rough. Um, all right, let's hit the uh, the book club. We see, kind of see how that maybe ends uh, or maybe doesn't. Uh, so Liz and Diane talking about, uh, talking to Jay about Rochelle. Um, so we have those quick moments previously discussed. Jay and Marissa surveilling Rochelle and just kind of go over. Uh, they talk about her firm's troubles um, like financial or something or other. Um, anything more on that? I think it's pretty clear. I don't think there's yeah. anything, any hidden. Well, one thing I do find enjoyable within this is every single time without fail, when someone's, when Diane goes to Jay and says, um, uh, what's her face? Uh, Valerie, the woman in Rikers every every single <laughs> every single time Valerie the woman in Rikers I am uh, Valerie Logan Rikers Rikers, Rikers <laughs> yeah. yeah every single time uh oh, just man. found that funny um all right then let's hit uh Blum slash the case and Blum is basically he's it's scorching earth he wants to destroy the destroyer has come um the traveler has come so Blum is recruit I, I think i guess he's recruiting he's he's found this person or maybe do we think cardwell came to him i think he's recruiting i think yeah. that's just him getting his uh those filthy little mittens onto the um the client list and just going going to town yeah so the quick gist here uh, is that cardwell is um first thing he shows up complaining and they get him recorded uh, Julius recorded saying that they can't really help him and, you know, maybe we'll make some phone calls or something. Uh, so then they have the process server. I love how much more time this guy's getting. Um, it's one of my favorite characters in all the, in all the verse. Uh, 
uh, he cues him. <laughs> so he's like waiting right there, goes in, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, you too. Um, and where's Adrian? Um, yeah. And then they're suing him or suing the firm for taking too much money. They feel they, they feel they took too took too much was the the gist there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Something like 60% of the settlement uh, it added up to. So general thoughts, what do you got? Whether it's about Blum's vendetta, vendetta uh, against the firm or the case itself or the judge, judge not Tootsie. Obi from This Is Us. Oh, that was him. I thought that was him. I thought that was him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the judge, judge was great in this. Uh, I loved how much of a bro he was. The fact <laughs> that he couldn't stand sitting in the robe uh, how, how like uh, souped up and steroid up his eagle was in his courtroom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All the red, like that was a lot going on in mm -hmm. that courtroom. Yeah, um, Molly. I loved. Um, I mean, I, the ASMR was so fun, but I also I <laughs> so loved good. the drawings too. So good, Judy the giraffe, mm -hmm. and again just got his attention. Naomi, Naomi's drawings mm -hmm. are so great, uh, but wow, yeah. Uh, one of the lines I really enjoyed was, again, it's it's a Liz thing. Uh, so they come out of the courtroom after dealing with this idiot. Uh, and I think it's Adrian that says, so what do we think? And Liz is like, the judge is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, we finally, I didn't think this would happen so fast, but we saw uh, Judge Hazelwood and Roland together mm -hmm. and that whole bit and him asking her to do him a favor there's something with her ex-husband we still don't know because he's like how how's your husband your ex-husband yeah. um but yeah i i love that she sat behind adrian's crew you know yeah mm -hmm. i thought that was really cool like when she realized what was going on um she could have i actually thought she would still do it because i was like oh he must really have something on her but mm -hmm. she i was so proud of her but then i think they still end up breaking up oh for sure i ain't no dummy also, you still want to get like the fact. <laughs> yeah. But she, she came clean. <laughs> okay, okay, but clean. And it didn't keen. work. <laughs> clean, keen, <laughs> but keen. Aren't you glad she came clean? Like, no. isn't that better? No. no? She was still so a she, snake, and and he's like, no, thank know. you. Ah, oh, she was God. still a snake. Oh, like, he committed perjury. She was still <laughs> a snake. Man, I just yeah. don't want them to break up. And it didn't work. They weren't together. They just fucked. They weren't <gasps> like boyfriend, girlfriend. They could have had something. Yes, yeah, sex. That's all they had. Holly, <laughs> <laughs> um, <Ollie>, help. <laughs> um, no, it, makes, it bumps me out too. Because I think okay, there's something thanks. fun. There's something fun there. And I, I do see where Keen's coming from because really all we saw them do was... Uh, canoodle but um <laughs> but i i do feel like there was something deeper building so yeah i am i am with you there and she was <laughs> genuinely <laughs> upset at the at right genuinely yeah upset. yeah she, Honestly, uh, okay, no. oh sure. no i was just gonna say i also did the way she like really over exaggerated her like i bribed judge uh, I've arrived. I've arrived. Um, I don't know. If I was Adrian, I'd get over it. 
I'd get over it. Mike. I'd get over it. See, Mike um, knows what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Who's uh, on that potential? Uh, get over it. Um, all right. Uh, and yeah, as I've been saying, it didn't work because the pictures and drawings that Jay did won the day. They did. So she bribed him for nothing. Um, yeah. And then we have Roland talking to Adrian, like Adrian wants oh. to settle this. What do we, how, what, what do we do? What's it going to cost to make this go away? He talks about making him a consultant or setting up to be a consultant of some kind, which gets around his uh, disbarment. Uh, and then Roland basically details how bad he wants to see things go at the firm. Uh, you took away my life. Uh, you know, destroying this firm will help me unclench my teeth in the middle of the night. Um, there is no dollar amount. I want you gone. So, yeah. He's uh, he's out to get him. Or is he at, still at this point? Because what's this DC shit all about? Are they on the road? I don't watch that. Yeah? Um, are they going to open up a location in, in DC? That's where he's going to be. And we're going to fly some, you know, do some back and forth stuff. What's yeah, dude. Through the classic, uh, they'll have a crossover episode. They'll take up an entire. Well, it's not. Are, is it on CBS anymore? Or is it only on Paramount? It's only uh, Par- it's a Paramount exclusive. Okay. Well, yeah. I was gonna say it's gonna take up a whole weeknight. How like uh like Chicago Fire and Chicago <laughs> MD and uh Chicago Police, like that whole that whole block, and just uh go whatever for whatever reason there's a case that they have to go from Chicago to D.C. and back and fucking forth. Yeah, they'll find a reason to do it. Uh, one of the funniest sketches in recent years, particularly of its interest to me, uh, was the Chicago Improv uh, that they did on SNL yes. a little while back. Maybe I'll link it in the comments for um, the three people listening that have improv experience. Mm-hmm. Um, Tia, you have to go in a little bit. Um, so I would like to uh, just jump to our winners and losers for the the episode and then if there are any other stray thoughts that we have uh keen and molly we can go over those uh so let's hit the losers tia uh my loser is swatting because it's bad (laughs) it's bad and the police should be defunded and i'm really worried about kurt and diane especially at that moment like they're all relaxed i think it's poised I just um yeah I'm 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 really worried about them so so swatting is the loser um, Molly um I'm gonna oh man I have so many for this episode but yeah. I'm gonna go with um, my heart, which is that Maya is still a loser in my heart. I don't care if technically mm-hmm. speaking, she like did well and whatever has a job and like got offered a name partnership. I don't care. She's still a loser <laughs> to me. <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, King. Uh, my loser is, uh, I'm going to say Cheryl Underwood. And that's not her. Um, uh, what was her name? The Rochelle? judge. No, Char- no, Charlotte Hazelwood. Hazelwood. Yeah. Yeah. She's the freaking loser um, because I think she probably got blummed to get her old husband killed. That's why he said it like that. Um, yeah. And I also believe that B 
because of that, she's in his pocket from now on till end of time. Um, so yeah, she's definitely a loser. And then she was so slick. Yeah, I played you. I'm sorry, I didn't know it was you, but you know, you try to get some food or something. He was like, "Nah, you for the streets," and it was a wrap. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's the loser. I like that as a uh, a little side lock uh, mm-hmm. that she had put a hit out on her ex husband. But okay. I mean, at this point, I don't think I don't think we'll see her again. Maybe we might because apparently everybody in the ver- in the verse keeps popping back up. So yeah, uh, my loser. I'm going to take a page out of Tia's book. Uh, because it's two, but they're grouped together, uh, and that is Rosalind and Luca as the loser of the the episode for obvious reasons. Uh, they got fucked over and pitted against each other for nothing. Um, let's hit those winners, Keen. Uh, is there? So here's the thing. Uh, orig- I had an original winner, uh, but based on someone's choice as loser, I feel like I have to do this. Um, the monster that is now <laughs> with us. Is all thanks to Roland Blum and everyone that despised him and went against him. Maya Rendell, she has a, she's a named partner. She enjoys fentanyl pops now. And apparently they're going to Washington, D.C. There's a lot of things to see and do there. So she's the winner. Okay. Okay. Molly. You know what really grinds my gears about her is, is that she, it's that she gets cocky too quickly. Yeah. She's like, uh, uh, and then all of a sudden she's like, oh, yeah, I got this. Like, I'm like, where did this come from? I don't know. Anyway. I that's... got a fan alone. Huh? <laughs> and I'm going to suck it in the wide open. Um, uh, um, who you got, Ma? I got, I'm going to say um, uh, Jay, because I think he he spoke a lot, of, a lot of truthful things to, in this episode in a very uh direct way that i think is effective in a friendship and i was mm-hmm. proud of him but he didn't like beat around the bush with luca or anything like that but was also like said in a fun ish way too and his drawings and everything like that i just i really enjoyed jay this episode sure 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 tia uh the winner for this episode is me because robert king liked <laughs> my tweet <laughs> mentioned that he posted a picture of julius and was like good or evil i responded he liked it so shout out to robert king uh and michelle who listened now um but for the show i'm gonna say my winner is asmr because (laughs) there were some characters who didn't even know what it was and then also i don't remember the name of the lady who did the whole thing with the mic but shout out to her for (laughs) being brushing her hair and everything as she's doing oh my gosh and something with plastic yeah saran wrap she had it on the um and you could see uh judge uh Toby to see is like very into it. He even told, I think he even told Maya to be quiet. He's like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then when they were showing video of what ASMR was, Diane's like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> um, my winner is, I uh, just had it here, uh, Kurt, uh, because he got his help from Diane, did his little uh, praise, uh, and then refused to do anything as he stood behind uh trump and got removed <laughs> yeah um tia we will see you later on uh in our locks winners oh, losers yes. and locks episode all yes. right bye-bye bye uh all right now that she's gone uh, <laughs> uh what other other wait it was me no i just gave mine um what other thoughts any straight thoughts from the from the episode my my original winner was Tuesday. uh the fact that like not only 
is he a buffoon and the fact that he should not be doing what he's doing how the hell did he even get how the hell did he even become a lawyer to begin with uh so the fact that he's still winning at such a high clip and the fact that not only is he a, uh, he, he is an idiot but not only that he went honestly really break it down the right he made the right call yeah as far as like he went uh, i'm gonna go with judy i mean uh the, the firm yeah i'm gonna go with the firm um yeah. so he made the right call um i love the fact that like they that the two stories were interwoven the fact that like simplicity is the best or the strength is, strength is in the simplicity yeah. oh and one other thought that i thought kind of stuck out even after uh diane which i'm gonna I'm try before the locks i'm gonna try to get a good uh diane going because i think i think my blum is kind of losing it here and there but like the <laughs> diane she's like no we still want you. Please come home. Um, so I think the one line she says, like, but why would you go with Blum? Maya straight up said, I know what I'm getting with him. Mm-hmm. And in this episode and in this season, there was so much skeletons and what really happened compared to what they're saying. Blum is Blum, Blum, Blum all the time. A garbage piece of shit human being. Even in that interview with the guy that we don't know the name of, he, he was like, how come you didn't return my calls? I'm an asshole. I don't know. <laughs> da, 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 da. He's mm-hmm. him no matter what. And it's that old saying like, go with the devil you trust, the devil you know or whatever. You know, yeah. Yeah. And that's literally what she did. And I mean, yeah, kudos to that line. There was that fun moment uh, with in the office after she uh, approaches Maya about uh, the partnership. And uh, I think it was this episode or the last one. If it was the last one, we didn't mention it. Um, where he's like, "You want to come back? You know, in, you want to come back in my office?" Uh, and she's like, "For what?" Um, and then he does that. Um, I looked it up. It's uh, some lyrics from the Silver Jews, and uh, she just starts laughing. And what did she say? Oh, you really, you really are a piece of work. <laughs> and just starts, <laughs> yeah. And then just such leaves. a good laugh. Yeah, long, long <laughs> Diane laugh for us. Yeah, yeah, uh. good times. Um, other other thoughts from any of the threads? I can't think of anything. I'm so excited to hear all of your locks for oh, next season. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, me too. Uh, I got to think about them. Um, the Brooks Brothers riot. I just saw it in my notes. Oh, uh, yes. with the, with the stuff that the, he says, uh, me and uh, Roger Stone thought of the Brooks Brothers riot. And, you know, if we didn't do that and we didn't have these idiots in suits causing such a riot, we would have been stuck with Al Gore for president. Um, so then he gets that room with a warm up comic or something, you know, in, the, in there, uh, in the um, gallery. And uh, Liz objects at one point and they're like, boo. And she turns around like, what what's happening <laughs> um yeah and her objection gets overruled um and then Roland's getting applause and awes and he like sings a car commercial um yeah and then he says he's got one more trick and that's when he goes to judge hazelwood for the favor um what is she bribing with mm-hmm. what was the bribe i don't know yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we didn't see her hand him anything, right? No. Other than her hand in a shake. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. 
maybe we won't. Um, yeah, I still don't know if we're going to see Maya and Roland. We might see Roland, but I don't know if we're going to see them in a regular capacity going going forward. I think that their regular parts within the within the show are pretty much done. Guest stars only. That's just my my opinion. In my opinion. Um, Oh, this is another quick, quick line. And it's another good Adrian one. We got a fucking idiot for a judge, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, um, uh, the short was really good. I liked uh, yeah. everything was like ending. It's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. And like how fucking clutch were the kings to call this shit in 2019? Yeah. It was already done. If yeah. it was just, now, now it makes me more, even more excited to see. I'm mean, obviously we got to get through season four. But to to be on close enough a wavelength with with uh, Jack and Molly to like yeah. see to to kind of watch it with you guys now to like be in awe and like mm-hmm. knows what no not know what's but not know what's coming. Uh, yeah. I want to see your excitement in that yeah. as far as like not knowing what's coming. So I'm excited for it. I yeah, can't that- wait. No, yeah, I'm I'm so excited for that. Especially, I don't want to again say too much, but I think once we jump into the fourth season even the first couple of episodes i think our excitement will be even clearer just like i there's some there's some interesting stuff that they do and (laughs) what they plan to do with season five because of what season four was and even season three i'm just like oh i can't wait for us all to be in the same boat on that yeah uh i'm i'm sure covid plays a plays a part um mm. i'm just i mean it's got to it's got to um because they started filming something like or it aired in april of last year i think right uh yes. started airing right um yeah. and then they, i think they still start they continue to film as the episodes are airing uh so yeah covid covid must be popping in there which may be also why it was only seven seven episodes um so maybe i'm a little bit wrong there but Anywho, uh, any other other thoughts? Okay, well then that's our episode. Uh, our next one is in fact going to be our winners and losers for season three and our look ahead through the Reddick, Bozeman and Lockhart present the Stone Cold Locks for the good fight, season four. Um, and those are always fun episodes. Uh, and then, yeah, like we said, when we get to those ones, those locks for season five, we are all on the same page. It will be the first time in this long storied podcast history because we've been doing, what is this, like 30-something episodes we've done over the course of the last several years? Um, it, no, not quite. <laughs> it's, been, <laughs> it's been basically what it feels like one week uh, since we've been doing all these. All right. So I am the host, Mike Marbeck. I want to thank Keen. I want to thank Molly, uh, thank Tia, thank you, Jack, from afar, and thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye.